can't believe I'm about to do this. I mean, I've been able to do this sort of thing for a while, sure. But it's one of those things that feels more like fantasy than real life. If you'd told baby me five years ago that I'd seriously be about to initiate a Dresden Files-esque soul gaze with an FBI agent who might have gone through an alien abduction, I mean, I don't even know how I would have reacted. There are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in my philosophy. There always have been, and always will be, and that's for the best. If I understood everything going on around me, I'd likely be driven stark raving mad. But I can't think about that right now. Right now, I have to be a champion diver and get into the sea of this man's mind without causing too many ripples. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left the agents of RSL, they were grilling Agent Weber. Something's not right about this FBI agent. They did a blood glucose test, and it was really high. Higher than normal. And then Rowan attempted to read him. Rowan, what did you roll for your power? 55 out of 55. Ooh. When your gaze meets his, you see the normal chaos of someone's mind. You see he carries a lot of PTSD with him, knowing that he is a veteran of the Iraq War as a former Marine. That's not unusual. But it looks as though after you dig just a little bit deeper, you see that filing cabinet type of setup again. But he's had more time to pull information and to pull memories and ideas out and place them. And as a matter of fact, you're getting an image of him being dressed down by a CIA operative and a Russian operative and then a memory of the Russian agent shooting the CIA agent and a spike of fear. And everything is getting really staticky. His anxiety is increasing and those storms, the storms that you saw that were in Neville way back when you first started to do this, it's getting to that level of the storms and the feeling of aggression here. As I'm someone with my own level of trauma, my own level of PTSD. I have certain breathing exercises that I go through when that gets bad for me. I instinctively drop into those breathing exercises and like try to push out an aura of calm from where I am in like the middle of this maelstrom. You're able to hold it back for a short time and it's just getting stronger. This is a core memory. Give me another power roll. 35 out of 55. You're able to calm him some, but it's very draining. It's almost as though that you are holding back a door that is trying to open. And it finally shuts, but it's still turbulent. I will say out loud in kind of like a dreamy voice, because I imagine I'm not entirely present in my own body at this moment. Tell me about the UFO. See if I can get one of those memories to flag. The door or the folder opens, and it's a white room. A circular white room with nothing else in it. Is that what the room looked like when I was in there? Besides the person who was in there? Yes. Okay. Try to gently tease out the thread of that memory, trying to get more information without hurting either of us. Reagan, you see, because you're kind of keeping an eye on everything. Everyone is is watching, but Reagan, your eyes watch 
and you see Rowan waver a bit, and both Weber and Rowan collapse to the floor. Hey! She just grabs everybody's attention, and who, whoever's closest to me, I, I assume like River or somebody is probably closest to me since we were kind of in the back, and she just starts pulling you guys back towards Rowan and Weber. Rowan is shaking, shaking her head, and her eyes are closed really tight. Rowan, you got ejected. You're not sure why you were ejected, but he's unconscious. No, I have a pretty good idea why I got ejected. Someone's guarding that memory. Something is guarding that memory. Am I conscious? Yes. It's like roll, roll to my side, then onto my stomach, and like push myself up with my forearms, groaning. Reagan helps you up and uh, takes your wrist and is, is checking your pulse. It's racing. For sure. Hey, Rowan, Rowan, focus on me. And she just starts like waving her, her finger in front of Rowan's eyes to see if she, she opens her eyes and, and tracks it. It's bright. It's very bright, but Rowan's eyes do flash open for a second. This might be the first time you've ever actually seen her without her glasses on. Her eyes are almost reflective. Huge pupils. Before closing her eyes again and ow. Shit, where where'd your where'd your glasses go? I put them on the bed over there. Okay. Reagan scrambles up and, and grabs them for her and is like here and, and opens them up and places them in your hands. And Rowan's hands are just shaking like a leaf, but she is able to like grab the lenses within both palms and shove them onto her face. Uh I'm checking uh Weber, but I'm gonna just say Hey Rooster, get over here. I think you I think you know more first aid than I do. Yeah. And once I knew that Rowan was taken care of, I'm trying to take care of Weber and seeing if I can wake him up. You guys do take care of Rowan. She pulls herself onto the bed. You feel drained. So drained that you lost two more willpower points. I was waiting for that. Uh, what... what what's, what's going on? You're okay, Marine. We got you. Marine, Marine, yeah. Where the fuck are we? What's the last thing you remember? I don't, I don't, I don't... He's looking around and he clearly looks lost. We're in the desert where the hippies hang out. Yeah. Spider J. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna ask you who the president was, but you're past that one. Good. Yeah, Spider J. Um, alright. Where's, uh, where's Albert? He's heading back to your camp. Camp. Right, camp, the camp. Uh, we're over by that fucking pyramid that's loud. Right. Weber, you need to get off this case. I can't get off his case. You I mean, need to get a, off I mean, of... He's, he's a hard You ass. need to get off of this case. There's something wrong. What do you mean there's something wrong? Do you remember what we were doing a minute ago? Uh... Yeah. Um... Yeah, you, you took my blood. After that... Yeah, you're telling me that we had, we had a conversation about diabetes. I don't have diabetes. Pfft. After I'm the that, picture of, I'm the picture of, of, of perfect fucking After Marine that, Hill. Special Agent Weber. No, that was it. Then I must have fell down. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe I lost too much blood. I shouldn't have lost too much blood. He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember, and something kicked me out of his head. Like a donkey kick. You need to get off of this case... Weber, something happened to you in the UFO, and it has compromised you. I, they just washed my balls. Dude, TMI. They did more than that. Look at the outside of your wrist. Did you ever have those moles before? Uh, yeah. You did? Yeah. You have always had those two moles there and moles on the back of your neck. He puts his hand on the back of his neck. Uh, yeah. Then you're the wrong one. What do you mean I'm the wrong? I don't. What? How long have you had those? Um, pretty sure forever. Marine, you've been compromised. Stand down. You can tell he's clearly confused and he's getting angry. When I was in the memory with the Russian operative and the CIA agent, was there anything that was said? Uh, specifically anything in Russian. Yes. 
Yes. What was said because Rowan speaks Russian. Спасибо, что привели его сюда. Вы будете вознаграждены. Thank you for bringing him here. You will be rewarded. I will turn my head slightly and say, what does this mean to you? And repeat the sentence back in Russian. Fully ready to defend myself when I suspect what he's going to do. You see he reaches for his hip as to reach for a holster that's not there. And he pushes himself back and he's now standing in the corner in a defensive stance, almost as though that he is ready to attack. Rooster is standing off to the side, knowing that Rowan can handle herself, but just in case there's more need to restrain him. Rowan is standing at this point, her hands loose at her side, her feet set in a ready position, just watching. Are you trying to say this is a third, completely unrelated, unnatural case? No. I think that this is connected to what's going on in the UFO. This is the same case that we've been working. The UFO, the, the, wait, the UFO with the, the, what did they do to me? I don't know, but whatever they did to you, it messed with your head. I think, I think they made a copy of you. And I don't know if you are the original Weber or if you are the copy, because you wouldn't know. I, what the? So is Spider-J working with the aliens? Possible. Spider Jake over there. Is the, the is the drug wait, alien? Fucking alien. Wait. Mm. I I don't know which camp it was that I saw the 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 words being blasted on the side of it. But so you're saying these are possibly related? I'm saying they're possibly intertwined. It's very possible that the drugs are being used to lower inhibitions, to lower mental defenses, to do something, and then you gather them up, and the people who are the most apt, you copy them. And you send the copy back. So that's actually puts together a lot of the clues, because... What the fuck do you mean they messed with my head? Sorry. They wouldn't want you to remember what they've done. If Rowan's correct, they're somehow able to make duplicates of us so they can just send the unknowing back out and keep the originals for no. who knows what. No. I'm not me. That's what the mirror monster's for. Disposing of the original. Yeah. Or the clone. Oh, fuck. No. 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 What are they keeping? The clones, because they have the moles. Maybe they can control the clones or something. I don't know. You can control the clones. Weber, they messed with your with your head pretty hardcore. Ask me how I knew that sentence. That sentence that, that had you reacting so badly. Yeah, I speak Russian, but where did I get that sentence? And he's looking at Rooster. I don't I don't know that sentence. Bullshit. I don't need to roll human to know that's bullshit. I will say it again in very clear Russian and then translate it. You turned someone over. And that's something that no one else would know. Fuck you, no. You guys are fucking with my head. Give me the i am I'm I'm fucking out of here. Calling this one in. You know we're not full of shit. You know. He points at Ross and this one, this one fucking took it. Good thing he's alive. This one got drugged while he was at a party. Yeah, it's a good thing he's alive. Wasn't his fault. And he pushes his way past. No. Who stops him? Yes. I think that Rooster would be the one in the doorway. Rooster's in the doorway, but he's not reacting unless he gets past Rowan. Because mm. he knows Rowan can handle Weber better. Rooster's just big. Thinking back to the bunker, I'm going to restrain him and slam him against a wall with enough force that it would hurt a normal person, but would have the risk of splitting open a clone. Go ahead and give me a uh, unarmed combat roll, and he will make the same because he is not going to just sit here. Can't imagine why he would. What's Rowan's at these days? Hers is at 70. So I rolled a 29 out of 70. And he rolled a 21 out of 70. So it's a struggle. He's very well trained. And he seems to be a little bit slower, but you get the feeling that 
the files are coming out quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're able to basically push him back into the room, not necessarily restrain him. He's skilled enough that he, he was able to disengage you, but you have trapped him into a corner of the RV. My intent was to slam him against a wall with force just to see if he splits. Yeah, you bounce him off a wall. He does not split. The RV shakes. All right, so not that kind of clone. Oh, okay, okay, where are we going with this? And there's a, when you do it, you hear the mirror crack. Which mirror? This, if Ross, does Ross hear it too? Yeah. She's in the back room with that's darkened with all of the, the things on. So the wall would be the mirror. So yeah, you toss him against the wall. As soon as I hear that, Ross just gets up to pay closer attention. Rooster's following Rowan in. You know, he's not getting in the way, but just in case he slips through, Rooster can stop him. But once that mirror breaks, he just sort of stops and goes to retrieve the gun, which is in that room. All right, so you head to the room, you're able you're able to get it. His situational awareness is on it at an all-time peak high, and he's, he's set to fight. I'm not trying to fight you. This is in case the other thing comes, because there's something going on with mirrors. I don't want to fight you, man. Fucking, you'll hear about this. And he points his finger at Rowan. Won't be the first time I've gotten in trouble. But I do take a slight step back and let my posture relax a little bit. I'm still certainly capable of handling myself if he comes at me, but trying to diffuse the situation a little bit. I'm fucking leaving. Move. You are a compromised agent. Are you detaining me, agent? Yes, I am. Like hell you are. Are you going to try to stop me? I'm going to make sure I stop you. You can try. And he's sitting there just eyeing you. You are compromised. We can say no more about it if you leave the playa today. Or I can start passing word along about a CIA operative who went missing with a Russian agent. Special Agent Weber. Fine, I'm fucking out of here. If I see you anywhere on the playa, this will go higher. No, I'm fucking done with this. Good. Calling this one in. Now move. Step out of the way. If Rowan did, then so will Rooster. Fucking freaks. He heads through the rest of the, the RV and kicks open the door. Door slams behind him. If you're watching through the windows, you do see that he's effectively stomping off. When he gets to uh, a bicycle, he just grabs it and begins to ride off. You want me to follow him? Not at this time. River, text the ranch person. Tell them that Weber has been compromised, and he is leaving the playa, and if he does not, I need to know that immediately. Okay. Um, did I ever get his personal contact, or do I just have the ranch thing? You just have the ranch thing. If I do that, it's not going to be private. That's okay. All right. I think at this point, it is important that more people know that Weber is a possible threat. Okay, I'll pass that message on. Okay, well, we could be in a whole lot of trouble now. And this is new because... Realistically, I'm the one who's in the most danger of being in trouble, and, um... If word starts getting out... I saw into a core memory, and it had to do with that Russian phrase that I said. And a CIA operative being killed. So this guy gave one of our agents over to the Russians? That is the best that I can assume from what I saw and what I heard, yes. Great. And we are going to let him walk away unless he makes trouble for us. Oh, I'm sure he'll take it, make trouble for us sooner or later. He was pulling files. What files? Everything, everything that made Weber... Weber was filed. It was, it was like what I saw with, with, and I'll like point it, point at Reagan, what I saw with Holly. Sorry, um, yes, I feel like I should probably actually explain myself every once in a very great while. Um, yes, please. Well, to the new people specifically, uh, short version, I can occasionally read minds. She's psycho. I am not. It is psychic, not psycho. That's what I said. 
That is not what you said. Truly the least weird thing that has been said today. I mean, yep. yeah, yep. a little bit. But when I, 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 I touched Holly's memories and it was like a, a, a file folder that was surrounded by a, a static field, basically. And she was confused and having difficulty remembering things. You, you remember, Reagan, she was having trouble pulling things. And normally right. when you read someone's mind, it's more chaotic? Normally it's like trying to pull a paper out of a tornado. It's it's images and sounds and flashes. It's not organized. This was organized and carefully laid out. And I I touched a memory of the, the, the inside of the UFO. And it was exactly what it looked like when I was in there. The, the, the white room with all of the flat walls. Uh, yes, by the way, I went in there. I'm fine. No moles. See? I wasn't marked by a drone. I was fine. Yeah. Has anybody read your mind? If you could find someone who can, feel free. So leaving aside the whole you went in there thinking it was where things were happening by yourself. We won't worry about that right now. Let's, let's figure this out. If I'm getting this right, drones target people for some reason. They give they, whoever they is, give Spider-J or his idiots, peoples, give people drugs to make them susceptible to whatever this subliminal light messaging is that you saw. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. They go in to the UFO, they get what, power wash? No, no, there's more steps. People who are susceptible to the subliminal messaging get caught by the, the light show. They go over to the tent. In the tent, there are the drones. And the drones pick out people. And the people who are picked out get taken into the UFO. And when they come back out, they have the moles. So the drugs come first, then the drones. Well, the drugs would be easier to mass give out. But Ross was the one on drugs, and the drone was looking at Reagan. It's entirely possible that that. I think it could have been a coincidence. Well, whichever I don't. one comes first, they both end up the same place where the words bring people in, or bring whoever's susceptible to it in, and if they've been targeted, they get a clone made of them with the moles and the file system, and then... A mirror monster eats the original one. Yeah. So you two are potential targets, if not already compromised. Not compromised. They don't have it on their wrists, I looked. But still, we have to we have to watch out. So just avoid avoid the UFO, avoid drones. Don't get your balls washed. Especially if she's 102. Or 82. What's with all the old ladies right now? Uh, no idea. Hey, Rowan, Rowan, you got something on your cheek there. I do? Is that lipstick? Oh. <laughs> yes, I want to kiss off of Ophelia because I beat her in checkers. That must have been after I ran away from her daughter. But anyway, um, so yeah, then mirror monsters eat the originals. Or tear them apart and pull them into the mirrors. So So what do we do about it? Exactly what I was going to say. Because the drugs already, lots of people are on this thing. Yeah. And they're like, the Reagan and I talked to someone that had been on it and they were like eager to get on it again. And the drones are out there. Well, and, and how long did it take them to do the, the washing up? It wasn't long. I mean, it was thorough quite thorough. Oh, really? But it I said I went in. Yeah. So what do we do? Park ourselves outside the UFO say, "Hey, don't go in there." No. That's going to blow the whole so thing. So they've they've already processed what, hundreds of people already? I don't think it's that many. Um handler, thinking back, how many people out of the tent did I see get picked? Two. Out of like 100? Maybe more. Yeah. So they picked out maybe two out of a hundred, 200 maybe even, that were in that tent. They're being selective. They're choosing people very deliberately. I don't know what criteria they're using. If they're alien, it's some criteria, some judging framework that I have no idea about, but 
they're being selective. I don't think, I don't think it's more than 200, maybe, maybe. That still means 200 people have been, I don't know, pulled into a mirror and eaten. Ross, you said that you saw uh, a person get pulled into the mirror. Could you pick them out of a lineup if you needed to? Could I pick the person that I saw initially? Yes, the person that you saw get pulled into the mirror. If I had to. Keep an eye out for that person, because it might be yeah. their clone walking around. Oh, boy. Yeah. I feel like things got real so fucking quickly. Yep, they do that. Welcome to our self. really, really bad habit of doing that. <sighs> All right, so... I I was able to see the message in the lights because of my glasses, but they're pink-toned. I wonder if we were able to find... What are those uh, colored pieces of plastic you call that they use in theaters to, to change the light colors? I wasn't in, in drama club. Those things. If we can find anyone who like changes out light colors that aren't I'm that, that aren't sure LED. someone here would have that. If we can find that in like a light green, a light blue, a light yellow, somewhere like a, a venue with DJs. Yeah, somebody doing a light show or. Uh, yeah, actually, R- Ross, remember Hef. Uh, he, oh, Hagrid. He was a light I'm, guy. I'm yeah. sorry, what? Um, uh, this guy, Hagrid Hefner, he's a pretty chill guy. Um, he told us where... Um, Spider-J was going to be he, tomorrow yeah. night. Tonight he's going to be at Eat Me, Drink Me tomorrow night at that one venue. Anyway, yeah, he's he a light a guy, guy, so he should have those plastic things. We might be able to talk to him. He seemed pretty nice. Okay. If we can do that... I suspect that there are more messages hidden in the lights. I could only see one set because of the color of my lenses, but there were a lot of colors flashing around. If we can get that, we need to figure out which camp that was. I have a general idea because it wasn't far from the Fried Marcel camp. I could probably find it again, but it was I was in a dust storm. So I we need to find that camp again I don't know, it might be one of the rich asshole camps with the, with the kinds of messages that they were uh, doing with, you know, consume and obey. Seems like something a rich asshole would do. I mean, that's where I got drugged initially. And if that's the case, then they're drugging people, they're getting caught in the hypnotic lights, and then funneled. Yeah, you, do you remember which camp you got the drugs at? Yeah, we could find that one. Oh yeah, you were there too, weren't you? Yeah. We know we know where that one is. I mean that yeah, it was totally a rich asshole camp. Um I don't recall exactly what that was in relation to Pride Marcel though. I can find it. But look, the lights and the colors are the next step in figuring out the details. But let's talk end game here. We need to stop this from happening. What is it going to take? Well, if we can figure out the details, then we can figure out how to stop it from happening. If we're able to change the words or disable the machine so that it's not able to flash up the words anymore, that would stop people from going into the tent. It would significantly reduce the number of people that get caught by the UFO. And if we can do that, then we slow things down. And then that might give us time to go digging around in the Fried Marcel camp because I think they're going to leave on September 1st. I think they're going to leave when the man burns. How long do we have? What day is it? It's the 25th. We have a little under a week. More time than we usually do. But faster is better. Because I don't want to underplay this. I don't know what's happening to these people when they go into the mirrors. It sounds like they're dying. That's what it looks like. Which means that there are a couple hundred people, possibly, exactly. who have been torn to pieces inside of this thing. But we can't stop that if we don't know how it's happening, which is why the details are important. I feel like ever since you you, you started talking about, you know, memories as, as file folders, 
I feel like I need to go back and review all of the notes I've ever taken because, because you know, that's that's how I organize my memories is I, I actually write them down because I otherwise I forget things. No, I already missed the one clue about, about 7.15. Maybe I've... Uh, I have a feeling I might have missed something else. Okay. I trust your instinct on that. Especially since I've seen your notes. They are meticulous. So... I think that we start investigating around Fried Marcel. We find that camp. And then uh, we find out where Spider J's gonna be. Go and uh, see what's up with this party, because I haven't seen this fellow. And the real agent Weber was looking for him. I think if I go, I'll have the best shot at talking to him. <laughs> Is that really the best idea? I know, but... It seems like he's... Threatening you. It seems well, like he's threatening you directly. He's fixated. Fixated, that's a good word for it. He's show, He was interested that first night in showing me what was happening with the drug and what it could do. And then this time he showed up again. To? It's to show, maybe, I don't know, show me Weber? I don't. I don't know what's going on. And then at that point he was trying to convince me not to talk to people about it. Which, which would you've make done. sense. Which, right. Which would make, but that would make sense for someone that's trying to get someone alone and kind of, I don't know. It seems like cultish behavior. Yes, actually. Like I'm a, like I'm a target. Like for he's him. trying to recruit you more than he's trying to label you yeah. as a target. Not to be the bearer of bad news, but we have a target in here too, because uh, Reagan got eyed by one of those drones and all I'm gonna say is I'm really glad that Glasses you're the one who went in to get the bath and not Reagan Hey I I haven't been drugged and I was hanging out outside of that camp this morning and nothing bothered me again. I know I'm not no look I'm not blaming you for anything I'm just saying one of the drones was targeting you and we don't know whether the drugs come first or the drones come first or anything like that, but Yeah, you need to stay away from that light show. Well, it seems I I feel like it's the combination. Like, the drugs I think must let you see it, but also probably make you a little more susceptible to listening to it. I think that's maybe that's why they were so interested in Reagan and getting you to take those drugs that night. I, I mean, I think that's a key component of this is you and I were both at the same event. They were trying to get me to take the drugs. You were already on the drugs. You saw things. I didn't. And they've continued to remain fixated on you instead. Yeah. Regan, you were close to the that camp, Fred Marcel. This is going to be a very woo-woo question, but we're in the middle of hippie land. How did you feel being close to that? Um... Well, as, as I came across the camp, I, I don't know, it, it, it seemed eye-catching at first, but I, I felt something, something was pulling me towards it. It wasn't strong enough to actually make me do anything, but... But you felt a drawing toward it. Yeah. Okay. And you haven't been drugged. I think spitballing. If you had been drugged and your inhibitions were lower... Yeah. Because if she was feeling that without any mark on her physical that we can see anyway, and without any drug in her, there's something about the people who are being collected. I don't know what the common denominator is. Well, we know two of them. Not not necessarily for the selection process. And Reagan holds out her arm and she says, just, you might as well start with a blood test. That's, that's pretty much the only thing we've had at this point. Well, we've had the chick you said went in. Holly. But we don't know anything about her. Exactly. Physiologically. If they're making clones, maybe there's something about some people that is more clonable than others. Or maybe there's a certain kind of person that they want to clone to have control over depending on where they are. An FBI agent who's a former Marine? That's the kind of person you want to have control over. Any chance you can find that Holly chick again? Oh god, fuck if I know. 
Uh, it's a really big city. All right, we'll call that a dead end. Yeah. But, um... We'll call that a keep your eyes open. All right, Sherlock, do your thing. Oh, yeah, that thing. Well, um, let's see your blood, then. That's a great way to phrase that. Yeah, that's not totally a vampiric way of phrasing that. It's, you know, most people don't know the word phlebotomy. Gesundheit. See? Sorry, I'm trying to joke because I am trying to not absolutely lose my mind. I have so many, so many pins on the red string board and I don't have enough thread to connect them yet. But I think I'm starting to see a pattern. The biggest question is how do they pick their victims? The biggest question isn't why? Why are they doing any of this? I mean, if they're alien, their motivations are going to be beyond what I can understand. I'm not going to waste time on that. If they're an entirely different species of being, I might as well, I might as well be an ant trying to understand what a human thinks. Okay, I would like to get a sample of blood from both Reagan and Ross. So basically, I want to do as many tests as I am able to do with the stuff I have. Your container has about 55, or has about 75 strips in it, maybe 73. Well, but not just blood sugar, like blood type. Do I have a test to see if it's human blood? Yes. Yes, you do. In your kit, you do have that. And so you do gather enough for testing. Regan's blood sugar is fine. The small amount of labs that you have, they come back normal. Ross's blood sugar is very low. Have a candy bar. Oh, right, and I'll grab the sandwich that I got handed by, like, two hours ago, and I'll start eating that. <laughs> Here, better yet, have this to go with it, and I'll hand him a Red Bull. I think I'm off energy drinks at the moment, but thank you. I was gonna say, have a Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry. River, you're able to gather the information, and everybody is normal? Uh, it is getting later in the day. You do know where Spider-J is going to be. At this point, I don't think, and I recognize the hypocrisy of what I am about to say, but I don't think any of us should do anything by ourselves. It's twos and threes from here on out. That's a good call. Are we going to go see Spider-J, or some of us? I think so. I don't know. I think that part of us should be in the concert, the performance, whatever you want to call it, and the other part of us be close by looking for the projector and what camp that's projecting onto. River, when you looked at my blood, could you tell if there were still traces of the reverb? No, I don't have a test for that. Okay. I don't think these two should be in the concert. Maybe I go with them and look for those, those light filters or whatever they call them. I disagree. I think that Ross needs to be in the concert because if Spider-Dude doesn't see him there, he's going to go looking. It's it's probably a lower risk as well. He's not going to be playing the same type of music. It's it's a wine bar. They're, they're, he's just going to be playing a set for a bunch of people. It's I do want to go on record as saying, no, I don't want Ross there, but also the risk is lower under these circumstances. I mean... If we were doing the the smart thing, we'd pack up everything in the RV and leave. But there are people's lives at risk right now. People who don't know that there is a risk. If this is at a wine bar, are they going to have the same kind of light show stuff? It wasn't in the wine bar. It was at the the, the camp that was nearby for the projection. No, but... Is that what you're talking about? But we were going to try and get the gels, those color... Oh, don't look at me like that. I. Oh, is that what those are called? Thank she, you. She was in the theater department, and she taught me some things, and... And I don't want to know the rest of the things that she taught you. And Rowan will glance at her wrist. We have a little bit of time, so it's possible that we can touch base with this Hefner guy and see if we can get some of the, the colored gels and then go and look because they were going, I mean, it, it was daytime. So I don't think that it's exclusively at night that the light show is going. 
I mean, in fact, I'm I'm confident that it's not just at night because it just happened earlier today. So we have enough time to go and see if this fellow can give us some light green, light blue, light amber, maybe? Run, run through the light spectrum and get us some, what do you call them, gels? Yeah. Get us, get us some gels so that we can make makeshift glasses out of them. You know, 3D glasses, basically. And see if there's any other messages in there. Maybe there isn't. Maybe I saw all there is to see. With how weird everything has been, I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, it's never that easy. So who is going where, or is everyone going to Camp King James? I think everybody's going there. So everybody gathers themselves up. Those that are interested, do a fit check to make sure that it looks okay. Uh, those that don't care, gather your, your things and uh, refill your water for your hydration camel packs and head out. Ross, you find that uh, another candy bar has been stuck in your pocket. And as you're leaving, as everyone is heading out, River, you receive a message from Jay Stewart. Roger that. He's acting weird. He said he's leaving. I'm staying. I don't know how he's leaving, but he's walking. Okay, well, um, looks like Weber's on his way out, and we've still got one friendly around. And better than that, a member of the ranch. He's actually one of us, to an extent. So you arrive at King James, and the music here is loud. There are a bunch of people here. There is a DJ up on a small elevated stage. And you do see that there is like some lasers being shown on a wall, different kinds of colors and some, some stage lights going on. But since the sun is still out, you're not really catching the whole aspect of it. As you enter in the camp, a group of people dressed in robes, carrying uh, sticks across their shoulders, are hanging lamps on poles as it's getting darker. You see, there's quite a few folks here. There's some people dancing, some people talking. The music is loud, but not screaming over loud. And those that had been here before see that big fellow in the back area in front of a pretty large uh, control board with a couple other folks. Is he still wearing a bathrobe? Yes. It is a crushed red velvet dressing robe with HH embroidered over the heart in gold. Wow, it really is Hagrid Hefner. There's not no other words to describe him. Nope. Badass. He's pretty fly. Don't really want to see his ass. Oh, you can and might. Reagan's going to go ahead and take the lead and, and approach our boy, Hagrid Hefner. He looks over at you and his eyes grow wide with recognition and he smiles. And it's a million dollar smile through this big bushy beard. It's it's infectious. He comes out from behind the deck and he makes a, makes a motion with his hand, runs over with his arms out. He looks like he's going to envelop you in one of the biggest hugs you might ever experience. She lets it happen. She just kind of waves as he's running over. He picks you up off of your feet and swings you. It's so good to see you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you Fantastic. doing? Fantastic. He puts you back down. Uh, it looks like you guys are, are really, like, getting going. This looks yeah, great. Yeah, I'm training one of the new guys. He's He's got it. You know, he's got to learn, but in the industry, we're, we're running short on folks, you know? So if I can get, get people to, to help, not like I'm giving out my job, but, you know. That's really cool. That's really cool. I mean, I know I was, in a, I was in an intern for a while, and, like, that was the best experience in my life. So I bet this guy's having an amazing oh, yeah, time. yeah, As long as he doesn't do too much, Neef, you know? Well, you know. Oh, uh, so glad you guys came. Oh, hey. Hi, guys. Yeah, these are all of my friends. Um, I mean, you remember Ross, but but that's that's the rest of them. Hello. Hello. I wave my stump. He puts his arms in close and then waves like an elbow at you. And he smiles. Ooh, was that insensitive? And then he puts his hands up and kind of, eh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm just trying to, no, you're good. No worries. All right. This is new to me too. Don't worry about it. Welcome to camp, you guys. Uh, 
you know, uh, I was talking with uh, Reagan and Ross earlier. They're they're cool people, and uh, I guess you guys are cool people for being around them. Yeah, we think they're we think they're pretty awesome. Yeah, um, we're we're getting set up. You know, if you guys want to come back uh, tomorrow, we're gonna have a pretty pretty big set. I can make sure that you guys uh, get some pretty good good spots to see the show. There's no real VIP, and there's no like red rope, but. You know, I've got a couple spots where you guys could could stand or sit or chill and and just enjoy enjoy some music. We've got a, a bunch of like headline uh, guys and gals coming through. Should be should be a fantastic. And I got a got got something cool planned for the lights. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. Actually, we kind of came over here to ask you a favor having to do with lights. Hey, what kind of what what do you need to know? I know lots about lights. Well, actually, we're trying to run a little experiment. See, um. We've been like playing around with the UV spectrum a little bit, and we're curious like what Sick. we can see in the night sky with different colors, oh. you know? Um, so you know those, um, what did what did you call it, rooster gels? Yeah. We were wondering if we could borrow some of those in a few different colors so we can like, you know, experience some stuff. I think I still have some in the in a in one of the crates over there. We've moved away from gels. Pretty much everything's LED now. Gels are, you know, those lamps get too hot and pull too much energy. But LEDs, they run real, real light on, on energy usage. And I've got a couple, pff, hell, I've had gels melt. Gels melt on stage. Next thing you got a bright white light and throws off everything. And, and they're a bitch to program. But the LEDs, not so bad. I got a program. And I've even got like a touchpad on my screen. It's sick. That actually sounds super cool. I've got, I've got, I, I think I've got some, I don't have a ton of them though. Uh, but you're welcome to him. I mean, I don't use those cans anymore. Uh, come on, come come over here. And he walks off, not waiting for you, expecting you to follow. I'm gonna lean over to Rowan as we walk. So you don't wanna know the girl who taught me about gels about her cans, do you? I'm good, thanks. Okay. This whole time, I've been kind of trying to keep an eye out for the first guy that I saw get mm-hmm. eaten by the mirrors. Do you want me to, would that be a search or an alertness? You're not seeing him. Okay. You're not seeing him. And normally I would say yes, but you are not seeing him at the moment. River, though, I want you to roll your alertness. Me? Oh, no. Is this going to be what I think it is? Well, that's a lot seven out of um, 54. Damn. You guys are rolling fantastic tonight. Mm-hmm. It's going to catch up with us at the worst time. You see a familiar face, or what you think is a familiar face, walk past the camp and go down the main road that this camp is on. It looks like Rooster's ex, Elena. Regan, Hagrid Hafner gets to a large production box. He opens it up, and you see it's very well organized. And there is a little bit of layer of dust on all the things. And he starts uh, rifling through, and he pulls out a black folder and uh, hands it over to you. So here you go. There's a, there's a couple. I mean, we've got like five or six colors in there. You can layer them to get get a couple different colors. And can you? I wonder what it would be like to look at the drones when they do the drone display with those like just over your eyes. Oh, if- that is exactly what we were going to try. Dude. Oh, I think it's going to be okay, amazing. Okay, hold up, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Over there on third in F, right? So granted, yeah, it's far away. Yeah. There's the sunglass hutch, not hut. Mm-hmm. Go get some sunglasses and just like tape them to it. Oh, that's super smart. Thank you. You're smart oh, too. Oh, man. Ah, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, man. Where are you from? Oh, um, I'm from I'm from California. I'm up in Sac. Oh, oh, NorCal, Northern California. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, neat. Sometimes we come through there when we do when we do shows, but yeah. Oh, nice. I'll have to, um, you know, keep in touch and and catch a show when you guys are in town. That would be fantastic. Well, I hope you guys come back a little bit later on. That would be cool. I know that they're doing another small. They're going to be testing another small uh, drone show uh, later tonight, probably around 9 p.m like nine or 10 when it gets nice oh, and dark. And awesome. I think they're doing it like out past 11 o'clock on oh the match. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that You're info. You're welcome. And Reagan kind of flips through the gels to see if the colors that, that Rowan mentioned were kind of included. Not particularly. 
but beggars can't be choosers. It's totally. still a bunch of gels. A lot of them are primary colors. There are some secondaries. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so I guess she'll thank Hagrid and, and I guess walk with him back to, to where the rest of the gaggle is. Everyone sees Regan returning with a uh, black folder or binder. And inside you do see a, some of the gels kind of, you know, sticking out a little haphazardly in corners. Go, go get go get those turned into sunglasses and, uh, you know, come on back. There's a kaleidoscope maker, too. He's over in he's over in uh, in uh, the mirror mask dome. That also sounds very cool. It is. Where is this? So it's not too far, but it's over off of like three and F or G. So it's a mirror thing. The over by the sunglass hutch thing you mentioned. Okay, great. Yeah, there's a guy that makes kaleidoscopes. You know, the tubes with like all the mirrors and stuff inside that allow you to kind of see cool colors. Let me tell you, when you are up and if you're on some really good stuff like gels or whatnot, oh, it, it just magnifies the visuals. He even has glasses that you can just put to your face and, and, and use. I don't really like those. They make me sick. And I puked all over some chick one day. I felt really, really bad. I couldn't even see her. I just heard her as she screamed. I couldn't see shit because it was a kaleidoscope. But yeah, he's over. He's over at the mirror mask. Uh, mirror mask dome. You know, like the the helping hands Saint Jim place. Why is everybody looking at me? Um, we're not. We're still working on our orientation around oh, here. Okay. Yeah, we're still new. Still figuring out which way's up. Yeah. I have been trying to get Rowan's attention without Rooster noticing. Rooster, what type of attentive mood are you? Oh, he's on at this point. The mission is clear. The people to protect are all together. Okay. So it's going to be difficult for River to note to Rowan. Okay, I think I missed my opportunity, and we're not supposed to split up, so I will keep quiet for now. All right. The music is playing, and Hagrid Hefner uh, heads back, and you see he's got boots on and very hairy legs that you could see underneath the robe. He goes back to, to mentoring a guy and claps him on the back and smiles. It looks like the guy did something good. Leaving you there in the camp with this thing of gels. Uh, well, I think I've got what we wanted, as well as some extra information on uh, when they'll be testing a drone show. There's going to be some stuff over around 3rd and F. We might be able to get some sunglasses to slap these bad boys on. And right around... Right past 11, they said, is where the drone show is going to be. So I think that's probably our best bet right now. But the show isn't going to be happening until 9 p.m. And something about kaleidoscopes and mirrors. Some other options um, for sunglasses and that that kind of thing. Um, I mean, (laughs) given our experience with mirrors, we might want to check out the mirror mask dome just in case... I have a wild thought. You know what a kaleidoscope is? It's mirrors. It's a bunch of mirrors pointing at each other. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Like in the in the RV like, where the two mirrors are opposite each other and you, you see the endless tunnel. Except different. If you can get enough of those sorts of things and something is living in a mirror, it might not be able to leave. Just keep going round and around and around in a circle. They say mirror mask dome? Like... Yep. Like surrounded by mirrors. Now that I think of it, the two times I saw someone get trapped in the mirror, there was a mirror opposite them. It was like in a mirror, just two mirrors. So maybe more harder to escape. Maybe. Something about mirrors. It's just right in the back of my mind there. Five bucks says it's somewhere in your very, very organized notes. Yeah, I just have have to find a chance to check them. Let's give you that chance. Because if it's bugging at you that much, I think we need to take the time to do that. We're not going to be able to see the drones with these gels until later tonight anyway. Can you check on our way to the sunglass hutch? If you keep me from walking into anyone. I mean, it's papers, right? We don't want to haul a bunch of papers around. Do you have them with you, or do you need to Papers go back? are on my phone. Oh. So where, where is our cell heading? 
to the sunglass hutch? We're going to the sunglass. We're going to the sunglass hutch, and River is going to look at his notes, and we're going to make sure he doesn't crash into anybody. Yeah, I'll be on one side of him, and I imagine uh, someone's on the other side of him just to make sure that you know if anyone is going to crash into him, it'll be from the front and back, and we'll be able to like stop them. Okay, who's on the other side of me? Probably me. Okay. There's a couple times when River kind of gets locked into his reading. Not that locked in, but close. You kind of have to move him around. After a while, River comes to a stop and says, Too many mirrors. I knew there was something about mirrors. Here it is. Um, Not enough mirrors is dangerous, but too many mirrors is perfect. It's something that, that, I don't know, did... Did you ever meet Jackson? I think I think I was with Rory when I met Jackson. I ran into Jackson when I went to St. Joseph's for another reason. Interesting character. Okay, for for the rest of you, um, full disclosure, Jackson is an inpatient in a mental health care facility. But the important thing for our purposes is that they they know things. They know things that it shouldn't be possible for them to know. Things about me, things about our missions. Um, so this was just a, a random comment they threw out. Like I said, not enough mirrors is dangerous, but too many mirrors is perfect. And didn't make much sense to me at the time, but I, I wrote it down just in case. Never know when stuff will be useful, I guess. We, we can't be certain it's related to what's happening here, but... Uh, Maybe we should be looking for too many mirrors. You make your way over to the sunglass hutch, and it's getting a little bit darker as the sun is not coming down yet because it's going to be coming down later, but it's you can tell it's getting later in the afternoon. You see a pop-up structure, like a pop-up like shade structure. Underneath it, you see a bunch of tables set up with sunglasses all lying on there with some cleaning rags and a couple mirrors kind of like the guys the street vendors that sell sunglasses it says take one for free get your second one for free and uh, you see that there's a guy with a very tall afro and glasses that light up in the shape of stars and uh, he walks up hey baby what y'all want i got all the sunglasses you can need we can see the other side of the planet from here and all the planets in the sky. That's some pretty impressive sunglasses. Yeah, we got the sunglasses you need. I got ones right for your face. And he just grabs a pair and hands them to you. Ooh. Now, now, I guarantee you that those, those, they're, they may look like they're cheap because they are. They're probably going to break within like four or five seconds. They ain't like those Gucci ones over there. But I won't take those Gucci ones over there because they got a giant ass scratch across their face. But baby, who cares? We're on the playa. Playa provides. Sure does. Reagan slips them on. Mmm. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. You look amazing. What do they look like? You all look amazing. They're frogs. Yes. Good. This, uh, do they fit her head okay? Yeah, they actually fit. They they fit your facial structure well. They are large and obnoxious and have green plastic frogs around the lenses. They're perfect. I love I them. I knew it. See? The playa provides. Future doctor points it out. Uh, what, have, what have you got for my friend over here? And uh, she pats Rooster on the arm. You look like somebody that wears like Spy or Oakley's. I got something better for you. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, wait. I got, I got something special for you, daddy. He looks over at Rowan and just mouths, help me. She just, like, folds her hands under her chin and grins, that gremlin grin that he almost never sees from her, except when she's in full mischief mode. He pulls out a pair of oversized pit viper sunglasses. They're they're polarized, and they're all different. Like, when you look at them in a different uh, corner, like, from different angles, they're different colors. They are gorgeous. He goes, for you, here you go. Wait, 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 let me put them on you, because that's the thing. There we go. And he puts them on and and moves his hands back and opens them wide. Ta-da. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So what you think, Daddy? Nope, nope. Your silence says millions. All right, now let's look at you. You got got pink ones on already. You want new ones? You want ones that go over it? 
Sure. Why not? I got some goggles for you. And he pulls out actual, like, ski goggles with a strap. These should be nice. Cut out most of the night. You know, I think you might even be able to use them even doing the welding. I'll take them and carefully put them over my glasses. It's fucking dark. And Rowan lets out this little sigh of, oh, that feels good. Hmm, I think you, yeah, you, and he points at River, I think you would like these. You have that air about you that's just screaming, I am the Lizard King and I want to do everything. I might have got that wrong, but that's okay. And he pulls up round glasses that are yellow and hands them to you. Hmm, and how about you? What do you, and he looks you up and down. What do you wear in that would that would work with all this? Because you got a lot of good this going on. There's no bad going on here. Hmm. No, we can't do gargoyles. No, gargoyles won't work. I don't know. Shit. What you like? I'm like the classic colored sides. Linda's like these yellow oh, ones. Oh, hold up, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Put those down. I do. These were gifted to me from a Barbara Streisand fan. Now, I think she came from the Big Apple, or she had a Big Apple ass. I'm not entirely sure, but I think these will be look, look fantastic on you. And he pulls out white-rimmed sunglasses that are at least four to five inches in diameter. They don't look like comically large, like the big ones. They're actually form-fitted in design style. Yes, they're they're big. Oh, these are amazing. Now don't mind don't mind the name on the side. I swear she gave them to us. It was a gift. What does it say on the side? Rosanna. Oh, and here, you might one of these. And he reaches into the fanny pack that he's got slung over his shoulder and pulls out a uh, rainbow nylon cord. So this way they don't fall off or you can hang them around your neck. Mm, mm, I mm, will mm. take it. Looking so fine. All y'all looking fine. What big eyes you have. Everyone looks over to the right and the interaction with, with Future Doctor here, it, it kind of breaks the mood. You've had a lot of tension. But you see that Ross is staring at a structure almost right next door. You see a geodesic dome made of steel or metal pipes, possibly aluminum pipes, with each of the triangles as a mirror, there is a small little laser cannon at the entrance shining inside and the lasers continue on forever. Ross, you see the thing walking around the outside. That thing that tore apart Agent Weber. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 5 is based on two stories. The first is Reverberations by Shane Ivey, and the other is an original story by me, Dan Voshkevich. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny Lady Bedivere, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, DB, Eli the Kraut, Miki Maki, Robbie Nowell, Naya Fenris, J. Matthews85, O. Mateo, Flynn Gallagher, and Phoenix Team Handler Dennis. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. 
Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland. You could find him at alanstrickland.net. That's Alan, A-L-L-E-N, for his classical compositions. Join us next week. Our own reality bends and shifts, molding the facades we carry daily into grotesque visions we can barely imagine. Echoes of the monarch will take us beyond this industrial hellscape to a verdant valley filled with creeping horrors. The grand ball making ghouls of us all. <laughs>